It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You are Locked On Reds. Your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All righty, for today's Locked On Reds, we have our last Division Day episode. And joining me today is the me in charge of the Locked On Brewers podcast. You can find him on Twitter at shortstopball. He is Jake Mastriani. Jake, how you doing, sir? Hey, Jeff, doing great. Thanks so much for, for doing the excited last division crossover for, for opening day. You know what that means? That means the games that count are so very close. That's right. I love it. Well, we are here to talk about the Reds and the Brewers today, and I specifically want to get your take on what's going on with the Milwaukee Brewers, who they did make some moves this offseason, contrary to all of us uh, Reds fans and our team this offseason. So I am interested to get your takes on those. But my first question that I think I already know the answer to, but I want to get your thoughts on it is, is Christian Yelich going to bat that low again? Yeah. Absolutely not. I, <laughs> I, I'd almost be willing to, to bet the mortgage on it, but um, because I have two young kids, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's no way he hits that, that low again. He's way too good of a hitter. You know, we talked before, I don't put a ton of stock in 2020 numbers, and I feel like if been a regular season, Yelich would have gotten back to at least a 270 average oh, by yeah. season's end. Um, yeah, he's yeah, that's not going to happen. Sorry, Sorry to tell you. <laughs> after um being at both games uh a couple of years ago whenever he hit for the cycle twice against the reds it was nice to see the reds actually get him out so i was just wondering if that would be a trend or a one-off so one-off all right i, I got it um <laughs> well, well i tell you what when we look at this brewers lineup there are plenty of names in there in the return of lorenzo kane that have it looking very interesting outside of a resurgent Christian Yelich and Lorenzo Kane, who are you looking to make the most impact? Yeah. So Keston here is another guy, you know, you go up and down the Brewers lineup last year and everybody had a down year. It was just terrible from, from top to bottom. But uh, Keston here is somebody, you know, that I'm looking to have a big bounce back year. Maybe he's not the 270, 280 guy that I thought he was going to be. Uh, but at least, you know, I feel pretty confident in saying that he could be a 30-plus home run hitter in the middle of the order. Um, 
I'm looking to either him or Avisel Garcia. Avisel Garcia has looked really good in spring training, and I know spring training doesn't matter for much, but he he looks he looks really good at the plate, and he's hit really well. It, it would be either him or Kesson Hura can step up behind Christian Yelich in that fourth spot in the lineup. You know, be that right-handed power hitter to protect Yelich. I think it's going to make this offense, you know, really start to click and bounce back to be, you know, one of the better offenses in the league again. Um, so those are, are two guys specifically, you know, Hira and Avisel Garcia that I'm looking to uh, for for them to have big bounce back years to really help this offense get going. I think the top of the lineup is going to be very strong with Colton Wong, uh, Lorenzo Kane, Christian Yelich. I think that's going to be your top three in the order. But, you know, if, if one of those two guys, Garcia or Keston Hira, can step up, have big bounce back years, I think it's really going to make this offense click and work work a lot better in 2021. Colton Wong was a huge get because not only do you add to your team, but you take away from a division rival. I mean, that doesn't happen too very often in free agency. Yeah, definitely a huge get for the Brewers for that reason. Um, you know, taking them from the Cardinals to – I think many fans, you know, believe to be the biggest competition for the Brewers in the NL Central. So to be able to take, you know, a gold glove second baseman, that's just going to help the pitching step out even more for the Brewers, which would likely be the strength of their team. Um, but, yeah, getting Colton Wong is huge. And, again, spring training doesn't mean much, but I love what I've seen from him at the top of the order in spring training. He's really done a great job of working at bats, taking his walks, getting hits. He got some, he has some power in that swing. And I think that'll just play up, you know, in Milwaukee, whatever they're calling it now, American family field or or whatever, (laughs) whatever they're calling it these days. But I think that's just going to help his power potential even more. So I really like what I've seen from Colton Wong. And I'm really excited about him at the top of the lineup because the one thing that the Brewers offense struggle with, well, they struggled with a lot of things last year, but uh, I think the biggest struggle for me personally was just the strikeouts, just a ton of strikeouts last year. And that's something that Colton Wong's going to really help with. I think his career K rate is around 14, 15%, um, nice. which is really good in today's game. So I think he's really going to do a good job at the top of this order, just working counts, working at bats, you know, working the pitcher, uh, which is just going to help the guys behind him. So yeah, I love that Wong signing. I wasn't, I didn't in the beginning. Well, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't sure about it in the beginning because I'm like, Hey, we got catching here for second base. You know, what are we doing? Um, <laughs> but you know, then obviously moving here over to first base, which was a hole and plugging Wong in at second. Uh, I think it, it really, you know, one of the better s- sneaky moves of the off season, I think. Um, by the Brewers and getting that done. And like you said, stealing him away from the Cardinals who figured to be, you know, their biggest competition in the NL Central. Defensively, I think that if you're filling first base, it's a lot better than trying to fill like shortstop or something like that. So I think, I think here is going to be just fine over there. I know there's a couple of nuances, but for the most part, something that I'm sure he's going to pick up pretty quick on. But when you talk about defensively, the Brewers probably got the best acquisition in the division. Well, okay, so Nolan Arenado is pretty good with the glove too. But <laughs> yeah, he's all right. Jackie Bradley Jr. was one heck of a get. And when you talk about 2020, and I know that we both agree, I agree with you, that 2020 is a hard season to really quantify each player's numbers and look at and say, well, he was good or, well, he was bad. Because there's still plenty of games that were left off the schedule but when you look at Jackie Bradley how do you perceive that get because I think it's pretty good yeah this was one that 
you know, I didn't really get it first and didn't like it first. The Colton Wong move just caught me by surprise, but it's not that I didn't like it. Um, the Jackie Bradley Jr. move, I did not like it all when it first happened. It didn't make a ton of sense, but the more you look at it, I, I think it, you know, I think it is a great move just because, you know, Lorenzo Cain's getting up there at age. He didn't play last year. Um, you know, Yelich has had, you know, his injury issues in the past as well. And then you kind of got a platoon situation with Avisel Garcia there with him and, and Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, not that it's going to be a platoon, but, um, you know, you have that that roster uh, construction for Craig Council there to figure out and, and mix and match things. Um, but just uh, you're going to get a lot of innings out of all four of those guys, Kane, JBJ, Yelich, Avisel Garcia. Obviously, Yelich is going to be, th- be in there every day that he's held. But mainly with the other three, you can kind of mix and match them and move them around and make sure that they all get plenty of starts. So I think having that depth going back to a full season, I think is going to be huge. It's interesting that they're they're keeping Kane in center field over Jackie Bradley Jr. I don't know that I fully agree with that because JBJ is one of the best defensive center fielders in all of baseball. Not that Kane is a slouch. Kane is you know Gold Glove winner in himself and very good, but. Um, you know, again, getting up there in age a little bit. So I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. But, you know, I, I've talked with others about the the JBJ signing, and I really think it just kind of fell in the lap of the Brewers. You know, I don't think it's anything they were necessarily going out and targeting this offseason. I think it just got to the point where, you know, they had some money left to spend. They missed out on, on Justin Turner. Nobody was really, you know, going all in on Jackie Bradley Jr. And um, they felt like there was a good deal there to be made and and in the end with the way the contract is structured it could end up just being a, a one-year deal and if that's the case you know i think it's going to be a really solid signing for the, the for the brewers i think he's going to play a lot obviously going to improve that defense i mean even if you do put him in in right field and you got low Kane in center i mean that's a really good defensive outfield right there so yeah i mean in, in the end when you look at it i really do like the the jbj signing I think he's going to have a, a huge impact and play a big role for the, the brewers this year Let's take a built bar break really fast. Open up one of those nice built bars there. Then maybe you got a white chocolate raspberry cheesecake. Maybe you've got one of the final four flavors in the built bar madness bracket in coconut brownie chunk and take a bite. Do you not have one? I know a great way to do it. Go to builtbar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. You can try one of the brand new flavors of white chocolate raspberry cheesecake or birthday cake with sprinkles, which Built Bar knocked out of the park. Or you can try one of my classic favorites in the Cherry Barcia or the Coconut Brownie Chunk. They've got all kind of amazing flavors and they are low in fat, sugar, and high in protein and taste. 100% real chocolate, 0% guilt. Check them out today. That's BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. BuiltBar.com and the promo code LOCKED15. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And when you're done with today's division day, the final division day of spring training, 
Check out the Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski, host of the Locked On Today podcast, scours the sports universe and brings to you the biggest stories of each day. Check out the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we talked about the lineup. Let's jump into some pitching because the Brewers have two guys at the top of the rotation and a third guy that I think is interesting because he's another guy that kind of falls under the 2020 question mark that in the rotation, the Brewers look really strong. Obviously at the top, Brandon Woodruff is a dude and so is Corbin Burns. But what do you make of Adrian Hauser? Yeah, so Adrian Hauser's the big question mark for me. He's the one I keep talking about, you know, if the if the Brewers are going to have somebody step up in that rotation behind the top two. Hauser is certainly a candidate for that, but he's just got to be more consistent. I've talked about this with my co-host Vinny Rutino on the podcast lately. You know, Hauser just seems like that guy, you know, he gets, he creates a lot of weak contact and every now and then that contact is going to find a hole somewhere. And it seems like whenever that happens, things start to snowball an error is made. And next thing you know, he's given up four or five runs in an inning. If he can start to overcome that and, you know, push through those those little frustrating parts of the game and settle in. He can become that dominant pitcher. He can become that solid third guy in the rotation. He had the stuff to do it. So he's the one for me that I'm watching the most this year, somebody that could step up in the rotation, become that third guy, or if Woodruff or Burns goes down, you know, knock on wood, whatever, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But if that happens at some point in the year, Hauser's maybe somebody that could step up and fill in the top of the rotation there for them. So he's somebody I got my eye on. Somebody else I'm going to mention, and maybe you were going to get to him, but Freddie Peralta won the fifth starter job in, in spring training over Josh Lindblom. He he has the stuff to be a top of the rotation guy. It's just whether or not he can do it over long outings. That's something he hasn't been able to do in his career yet. You know, he moved to the bullpen last year when it's just filthy. Uh, he's shown some of that same nastiness in spring training, which is why. He won the fifth fifth starter job. So if he can continue to do that and, again, do it for five, six-inning outings, uh, that's going to be a really huge boost to the Brewers' starting rotation. And he's somebody that you know can not only fill in as that number three starter, he's got top-of-the-rotation type stuff. I was going to ask you, too, when looking at the odds over at betonline.ag for Cy Young, they got Corbin Burns at 12th at plus 2,000 and Brandon Woodruff at 14th at plus 2,200. Is it something just kind of a lack of name recognition and people are going to be surprised to see those guys in the top 10? Because I really don't think that they're going to fall outside the top 10 in NL Cy Young voting. Yeah, so actually, if you look at my bold predictions on Locked On MLB podcast that I did, I, I predicted that you know the Brewers will have two pitchers finishing the top 10 in the NL Cy Young voting, obviously being Woodruff and Burns. But I think it's more so just because of the track record. They haven't done it, you know, as long as some other guys out there. Uh, but clearly they they have the stuff. Burns made the huge adjustments last year uh, to his pitch repertoire, throwing that cutter a lot more, and it was just straight uh, filthy, and he just dominated with it, and I think he'll continue to. But, yeah, I think part of it's just a name recognition. He's not neither one of them are nationally, you know, known names yet, and they just haven't, you know, done it over, you know, full seasons yet. Even Woodruff has been around a little bit longer. You know, he doesn't, he hasn't really done it over a full season yet. So, I think it's just, you know, a lack of a track record for both of them. I don't think anybody doubts that they have the stuff, but we just need to see them do it over a full, full, full season. 
And now for everybody's favorite part when they're talking about the Brewers. And that is probably, I mean, definitely the best bullpen in the division, but probably the best bullpen in the National League that is led by the absolute, I mean, like closer one and closer two when you're looking at some of the best relievers out there. And that's Josh Hader and Devin Williams. I mean, I'm pretty sure combined they only gave up like two or three more runs than you and I did last year. (laughs) Uh, So when it comes to this bullpen, that is just a super strength for this team. Who else are going to be like, when you hear their name coming out of the bullpen, you are just kicking back with an ice cold beer and you're like, man, this is going to be all right outside of Hader and Devin Williams. So Brent Suter is a guy that you're probably already familiar with. He doesn't have the lightning stuff that, you know, Hader and Williams do, but he's somebody that can come in and give you two or three innings for really solid work. Um, looking at some more like the, the flamethrower types, Ray Black is somebody that's never been able to stay healthy. And even this spring training, he's had trouble staying on the mound, but he's healthy right now. And when he's healthy, he's upper 90s, nasty slider. Uh, so he's somebody that, again, when he's when he's healthy, he can be really dominant. Uh, but the name that I keep giving a lot of people this spring training is Drew Rasmussen. He got a cup of coffee with the Brewers last year and did okay, but he's somebody I've really been impressed with in spring training. I think he's could be that next, you know, I, I don't want to put a Josh Hader kind of evaluation on him. Hader's in another world of his own, but he, I think he could be somebody who's like a, a, a middle uh, middle innings, multi-reliever type guy can come in for the sixth and seventh, seventh, eighth inning if you need him and just be, you know, lights out. Uh, so he's somebody that I think will um, take a big jump nationally this year as one of the, the better bullpen arms in baseball. We've mentioned a couple of times the odds over at betonline.ag. And if you want to get in the action today, head on over there and create a profile with the promo code locked on. You'll get 50% more added on top of your initial deposit just for typing in that promo code. And you could take advantage of some Brewers props if you want to jump in. In fact, we were just talking about the bullpen. BetOnline.ag has set the over-under in total saves by Josh Hader at 27.5. And And in fact, the over is a little bit uh, skewed a bit because people have taken the over a couple of times. Check them out today at BetOnline.ag. Set up your profile and enter the promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% more added on top of your initial deposit. They've got all kind of great preseason player prop bets like that. You can check out division futures where the Brewers, we're going to talk about in just a moment, are setting at plus 275. You can try out one of those bets today. Make some money on your sports knowledge and get off the bench and get in the game. BetOnline.ag and use the promo code Locked On to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. The Locked On MLB Division Preview Series continues on Locked On MLB today. Every episode for the last week has been in-depth looks at each team in every division. It's all on the Locked On MLB podcast feed right now. Follow Locked On MLB on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I am looking forward to seeing this team compete against uh, teams not called the Cincinnati Reds. So um, when we talk (laughs) about uh, predictions and stuff, we're going to jump into that here in just a moment. But what about prospects? I know that that is one of everyone's favorite things to think about, whether their team is a contender or not. 
Who is next? I always love that thing that ESPN used to do, but who's next for Milwaukee? Yeah. So for Milwaukee, they don't, a lot of the prospects they have are kind of another year or two away. They don't have a ton of guys on the cusp this season that are going to make a major impact. Probably the two uh, biggest guys are are Drew Rasmussen uh, and Justin Topa, but Justin Topa just got, um, got some bad injury news and will be out for half the season. Uh, I know in baseball America I was reading up on uh, their, their look at the Brewers this year and they had Justin Topa as the top rookie for 2021, but unfortunately he's, he's suffered another injury. Um, but the, those were the two, you know, really only rookies looking to have a major impact this year. Uh, but Garrett Mitchell, their, their uh, first round pick from 2020 had an amazing spring training. I mean, I think he hit over 400 was hitting 500 for a while there. He was really impressive, so uh, really interested to see what he does and where they place him in the minors. You know, obviously, um, you know, not having a season last year, he didn't even he didn't he hasn't even played pro ball yet. But really interested to see how aggressive they are with him, as he was a college hitter, so a little bit advanced there. And look again, looked great in spring training. Obviously, spring training is what it is. And Bryce Durang's their other top 100 prospect, uh, middle infielder. And he got a he got a lot of at bats in spring training as well, and he, um, you know, could be ready next year. So really excited about those two. Hedbert Perez, an outfielder, is somebody that uh, made a lot of ground this past offseason. He shot up a lot of prospect rankings, um, but he's still just 17, very young. So interested to see what he does this year. Um, Ethan Small is again a guy out of mississippi state he's somebody that maybe we could see it later in the year if the brewers need him for pitching depth he's somebody that could slot in as a, a fourth or fifth starter he he had some good moments in spring training as well so did aaron ashby a uh, 22 year old uh, starting pitcher he got uh, an extended look in spring training as well even though you know he hasn't pitched above a ball so those are two guys that, you know, perhaps if things, you know, they had good minor league seasons and the Brewers needed the pitching help later in the year, I think could uh, possibly make the jump. Uh, but outside of that, there's really, there really aren't a ton of prospects to have that, that I think will have a huge impact this season for the Brewers. All right. So prediction time, according to betonline.ag, the Brewers are plus 275 to win the division. Are you putting money on that? So I obviously a little Homer bias here, but I, I do believe the Brewers will win the NL Central. I I love their depth in the pitching staff, which I think is going to be their big advantage over a lot of teams this year. You know, everybody's worried of how pitchers are going, going to handle going back to a full season after pitching so few innings last year. I think the Brewers are prepared for that. I think they have a ton of starting pitching depth. I think they have a ton of, of depth in the bullpen as well and guys that can go multiple innings out of the bullpen. So I really think the Brewers are set up for this season. Um, and I, again, we talked about the offense. I think the offense is going to bounce back. They have a lot of, of bounce back candidates. Obviously, like I said, everybody top to bottom in that lineup last year underperformed Christian Yelich, you know, obviously the most glaring one there. He's going to be back to his MVP type of level. I, I honestly believe that. So I think this offense is going to bounce back and be a very good offense once again. And I think just the, the depth and quality of pitching that the Brewers have is going to carry them in the NL Central, which I think they could win with, you know, 92 wins, 93 wins 
maybe. Um, I, you know, I don't think it's going to take a lot to win uh, the NL Central this year. A lot of a lot of good teams, but not a lot of great teams in this division. I definitely agree with you there. It's going to be a pretty tight knit race for the top four, I believe. But yes, I I can definitely. I mean, you could almost flip a coin between the Cardinals and the Brewers, and especially talking about the depth. That's one thing that I look at for all four of these teams, and who's going to be the most deepest? Who can endure a couple of injuries because they're going to happen? They're coming off of a crazy short season, and they're going to play a regular length season so pitchers are going to be at a premium and things like that and depth is just going to be so huge yeah absolutely and that's why i think the brewers are are set up there spitting that's why i talk about that jackie bradley jr signing as well it gives them you know length in the lineup too to be able to give guys rest um so i think that you know it's going to end up being a huge move for that reason and again just their their pitching depth the the guys that they have in that can come out of the bullpen and throw multiple innings again depth you're going to hear me say it a lot this season i think it's going to play an even bigger factor than normal uh, in this 2021 season well for the first 50 days of the seasons reds fans we can enjoy what the brewers are putting on because the reds won't play them until may 21st and then it is on jake i thank you so much for coming on this division day podcast man you can follow jake at shortstop ball also subscribe to the lockdown brewers podcast wherever you get your podcast jake thanks so much yeah absolutely thanks jeff for having me Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.